Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash new music industry. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Some years I've made a point of reading 52 books, one book for each week in the year. Other years I've limited my input to just what I wanted or needed in that moment. I'm starting to get back into this habit because of the many ways I've consumed content. I still feel one of the best ways to learn something is to read. Though I certainly didn't read 52 books last year, I dug into a few that I found valuable. So in this episode, I'll be sharing the most impacting books I read in 2019. There won't be any sponsor breaks or extra call to actions in this episode as that would simply be too much. Let's keep the focus on the three books I talk about here. So with that, here are three impacting books. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F by Mark Manson. When I think of books that made a difference for me in 2019, this is the one that immediately comes to mind. I also talked about it on the Just Life podcast. If you're interested in hearing a candid interview with yours truly, you can go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash gist. That's G-Y-S-T. The subtle art of not giving an F prompts us to challenge what we think we know about self-improvement and the difference it can make for our lives. Author Mark Manson is quick to suggest that the recent personal development wave hasn't been shown to improve our lives. If anything, it can have us looking up at the pinnacle, wondering when we're going to reach it. But we would all do well to accept that we are basically unremarkable and average. In the perfectly polished and manicured world of the online and social media, we end up playing a dangerous game of comparison, hoping our lives will one day look like the 10%. And let's be honest, most of us are secretly hoping that one day will be today. So what does Manson suggest we do instead? He suggests we nurture our curiosity. Being curious helps us sidestep arrogance. It helps us remain open to the world around us, and it safeguards against being a know-it-all in a world where you can't know it all. Who knows? If we stop pretending to know it all, we might even learn something. The paradox that some readers may not have picked up on is the fact that this book isn't anti-personal development at all. If anything, it's just asking us to stay humble and remain open to possibilities for the sake of our own growth. The thesis is that growth isn't unimportant, but trying to become like the 10% might be. It might be more damaging to our psyche than we even realize, so we may want to change the way we think about growth. If this book got your attention, go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash subtle art to learn more about it. Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. Have you ever thought to yourself, you know, I'm doing pretty good, but I wish I was doing better? Or maybe, I just had an awesome year, but I wonder what it would look like if I had an over-the-top, blow-it-out-of-the-water, pinnacle-of-the-mountain kind of year. If you can apply everything suggested in Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt, then you should be able to set yourself up for that possibility. Hyatt's book has us evaluate various aspects of our lives to determine how we would rank ourselves in each area and what we could be doing to achieve greatness in each Failing to plan is planning to fail, and Hyatt's book gives you an insane number of frameworks you can use to ensure you set achievable goals and reach them. 
I would suggest deploying one framework at a time, however, or getting a handle on this material might prove an uphill battle. There are other profound insights, such as the idea that regret is pointing to opportunity. People generally have negative feelings when it comes to regret and actively deny having them. I have a song about regrets and at shows before playing it, I would often ask the audience to raise their hand if they had any regrets in their lives. Most people were much too scared to put up their hand. So I think we would all do well to reframe our regrets and understand that they are valuable. They are simply pointing to areas of life where breakthrough is possible. Will you have your best year ever simply by picking up and reading this book? Mileage will vary, as that largely depends on how well you understand the material and how well you apply it to your life. As with any other book, however, if you have two or three valuable takeaways, you've more than gotten your money's worth. I intend to revisit this book to see what more I can apply to my life and business. If you're interested in reading this book, you can go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash best year to learn more. You Were Born Rich by Bob Proctor. You remember when The Secret was popular, right? It was written by Rhonda Byrne, and it talked about the law of attraction. It came out in 2006, and there was also a movie. Anyway, I thought it was a good book and have read it no less than three times. Bob Proctor's You Were Born Rich was originally published in 1984, but the book is very much in the law of attraction vein and may have even been updated to reflect Proctor's appearance in the secret movie. This book has high ratings across the board, and some people have even published extensive study notes on it. I need to be honest when I share that I felt most of what was in the book couldn't be applied to in any practical way. Don't get me wrong, I think this book serves a slightly different purpose. For anyone who's still relatively new to personal development, reading this book may help you shift your mindset from where it is to where it needs to be to get your finances on track. But you may still be asking yourself why this book is on my recommendation list for the year. It's because of the simple financial model that Proctor laid out in the book. He suggests paying yourself first and saving 10% of your income, putting 20% of your income into a debt clearance account, getting life insurance. By the way, this isn't exactly how it was presented in the book. I had to keep distilling it until it came out looking as simple. This was helpful to me because I've been able to layer it into my existing money management methods. I had never thought to create a debt clearance account, nor had I heard anyone else talk about it before. I now do this very thing. I also got life insurance. This goes much deeper than I had originally thought. In Canada, with a life insurance policy, you can leverage something called the infinite banking concept. I'm not a practitioner, so I'm not going to try to explain it, but I'll be sure to include a video in the show notes of this podcast episode, which you'll be able to find at musicentrepreneurhq.com slash 178. And if you'd like to check out You Were Born Rich for Yourself, you can go to musicentrepreneurhq.com slash born rich. Final thoughts. So what books did you read last year? What did you find valuable? What will you be reading this year? I would love to hear your thoughts. Feel free to send a message to musicentrepreneurhq at gmail.com. In 2020, I'm looking forward to reading books by the likes of Cal Newport, Derek Sivers, Seth Godin, and more. Of course, if all goes well, I will be publishing several of my own books this year and letting you know as they become available. I'm David Andrew Weep, and I will see you on the stages of the world. Thank you for listening. Music in this episode was brought to you by Brian Young. 
Wherever you're listening to this right now, please consider leaving a five-star review and comment to help us get the word out about the podcast. Thank you.